Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today we are joined with Tarini. Um, so, how did you get into music? Um, okay, so I started out when I was really little because of my mum. She was always performing and like acting and singing in the Sri Lankan community. Um, and yeah, she kind of just took my sister and I into it as early as she could. Um, and yeah, so before I knew it, I was like three years old and I had my first performance. Um, and then I kind of just grew up doing that, but it was all kind of Sinhalese and all in the Sri Lankan community. Um, yeah, and then sort of behind doors, I was kind of like, developing my own little dream and passion towards like western music and like R&B and that kind of thing but I didn't really have like an um like a, a way to put that out in the world because I was really shy about it so um yeah until recently that's kind of been the case and yeah, so that's how I got into music, but it was always sort of a private thing, my actual passion in regards to to it. But the Sinhalese was like, of course, like I'm really grateful to have been able to do that because I think it like allowed me to, um, I'm already having a tangent, wow. Um, I, oh, think oh. <laughs> I think it allowed me to like get a lot of experience and obviously stay really connected to my culture and just a bunch of amazing things but I know that at the time I kind of was just like doing it because my mum was making me <laughs> so I wasn't really like emotionally very connected to it at the time but when did yeah. you when did you start when did you decide to start the project that you're releasing under now um so well I always knew that I wanted to do this I didn't actually like start making it happen until I think it was late 2018 um so I started I started working on like demos that I knew I wanted to do something with in 2018 and then I pitched them to some producers and heard back from Stuart B who's in Melbourne um and yeah and he was keen and I went down there in January wait no 2019 I'm getting mixed up 2019 and then I went down there in January 2020 yeah, um, yeah and then recorded a bunch of songs with him and it kind of like with COVID and everything, a lot of stuff was put on hold, but I also kind of just like mentally really took my time with launching it because it, it was just like the scariest thing ever for me because I think it's like something I've wanted to do my whole life, but never had the guts to do but I always knew I was eventually going to do it and then actually like taking it from like in here to like real life is like a huge step for me and sharing it with so many people is 
really scary and crazy as well. So I kind of just like put it off for ages and I was like working on, I was like working on music videos and other songs and just like working on the art a lot, but I just like didn't make anything. Like I didn't create any of the social media or just like tell anyone about it. Um, but then eventually, honestly, people just like kept asking about it and they're like, yeah, so when are you doing that? And I was like, ah, ah you know, ah, I don't know. And I kind of just like started running out of excuses. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know what, I need to just do it and just hope for the best. And yeah, I did. And it was all really good and not horrible and it wasn't a nightmare so that was good <laughs> yeah because you released that song what in November last year yeah that's right November 14th I think it was yeah, yeah it's called do you want to dance um what was it like putting like a song out in 2020 like yeah was it just a bit was it an odd experience oh, I mean in Canberra it wasn't that different hey <laughs> yeah we were pretty lucky actually we didn't have too much of an impact here um yeah I mean I guess obviously for me it was my first experience regardless um um releasing any song so it's all I really know but I don't think I had too much of an effect thankfully um I guess what I did hear was that, you know, it's possibly a good time to be releasing music because people are listening to more music and, you know, there's not as much to do out there. So more people are on their phones and on their laptops. Um, but I wouldn't know because I've got nothing to compare it to. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it all went decently for me. I guess I just didn't hop straight on to like um, the live aspect of the project. But to be honest, I I don't really know if I would have anyway. <laughs> have you, so you haven't gigged pretty much th that song at all? No, not yet. Wow. That's are, you planning, are you planning to? Yes, I definitely am planning to. Um, I'm sort of just, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to like do like a little set with a bunch of covers or whether I want to wait till I've got some more stuff out there. I'm also such like, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm just such a perfectionist, which is really unhealthy, but <laughs> um, it, it makes it really hard for me to like jump into opportunities and stuff because I kind of, I'm just like, overthinking literally everything and kind of just trying to make sure that everything's like perfect which literally doesn't exist and is impossible but because of that it's kind of like yeah I never really know when I'm gonna actually jump into something because I'm always just like oh I don't know if this is good enough or maybe I should try and wait till I've got more songs or where where I can do more of this and that and I guess yeah I don't know it's something that I definitely need to work on but because of that I've sort of put that aspect of um, the project off for a little bit because I guess I just really want to make it perfect <laughs> as good as I can make it um, when I am able to gig but it's definitely something I'm 
really excited about. I think it's probably going to be the most fulfilling aspect of the whole thing, like actually gigging and singing to people live. Um, I'm really excited for it, but, yeah, I've kind of put it on pause for right now. Yeah. Um, what is the story behind the song and the sound? Because it's a super very, like, eerie and haunting mm. track. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what's the story behind all that? So um, I actually wrote it about a situation one of my friends was in um, and it was kind of just like her updating me on this relationship and this situation over like months and months and I guess like I kind of was watching it over this span of time that I myself was invested and I think every time like she'd have a knockback or something bad would happen it would just be so sad and I think what sucked the most for me was being able to watch it from like an external perspective I was seeing like um they were both very in love and they had a great bond and there was a lot of like the romance was wonderful but due to all these other things, they were having issues and, and problems. And I think what makes that so frustrating to see from the outside is like, you kind of just want to be like, like, do you guys not realize you can just like enjoy this and stop fighting? And <laughs> like, you literally just want to like grab them and be like, look at each other. Like you are so lucky, but you can't. Um, and it's like the stupidest things always that get in the way. But, you know, when you're in it, you don't realise like how dumb it is. You, you're just so in it and, and I get it. But, um, yeah, it was really frustrating. And um, so I, I was writing a, a, like, well, I was making a track, um, a beat, and I kind of like was in the feels so I knew it was like going to be about this um and when I started writing I was just like I think I want to I want to build on this idea of like I guess like do you want to dance was supposed to be sort of like a metaphor for like do you want to just embrace each other and stop all the rest for a second um yeah so that's kind of like what the meaning behind the song is so did you make the beat behind it yourself as well um yeah so I well I did like the demo and stuff that was all me but I pitched this song to Stuart B in Melbourne and I went down there and we kind of just did everything together in the studio um yeah so like things like, I don't know, like the 808 and stuff. They were just things that I really knew I wanted to put in, which was really good um, because Stuart's like, he really, he's very open-minded. And like, I knew, I knew going into it, it would be kind of hard because obviously like when, you, when you've got like visions in your head, it's tricky to like get the exact same thing into someone else's head. But he was so open-minded and like, I felt so bossy, but he was so okay with it. And 
yeah. So we worked on everything together. Yeah. So did you bring him like other songs that you had written as well or did you just work on the Do You Want to Dance song? Yeah. Um, so I actually pitched him like, oh my gosh, like 10 songs or something. But um, we settled on four and Do You Want to Dance was one of them. Um, so yeah, when I went down there, I was down there for like two weeks or something and we smashed out all four songs like in a row um and I finished them all came back to Canberra and then from there it was kind of like up to me where I wanted to go with the songs um and I think doing a dance was the one that I kind of like I was very sure of and I mean I love all the others as well but the actual direction that we went in with doing a dance like the kind of darkness and the eeriness um I knew that was something I really wanted for my music so the others do have like a very heavy vibe but I'm not sure if they go quite as deep into into that eerie vibe with because like do you want to dance has the 808 and it's like a bit trappy and that kind of thing um so I'm sort of sitting on the others for right now um and working on some new music as well right now but I think yeah like that song was the one that I was like okay I know I'm gonna honestly it was like a decision I made like the night of like I made the social medias and then honestly what happened was I made the social medias and like my friends and my family they were so supportive and I was just like well crap like I feel like I need to put something out there now and I hadn't really like like planned that far into it but I just felt really guilty because everyone was like so supportive and I was like well there's no music and like I don't want to I'm hanging and then I was like well okay, what if I just, like, put you in a dance out there, like, next week or something? Mm -hmm. And then I literally, like, just took this, like, here's the story of the cover photo. I literally went and, like, was going through my press photos and I found that one and I was like, okay, this this could work. This could be cool. I took it. I just, like, made it real quick on my phone. And then um, I didn't end up doing it the next week, but I did, like, I started that night of... Um, like the month from then on was me just prepping for Joanna Dance to be released, which I wasn't really going to do, but it was a song I knew that I was sure of putting out there. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> no, you answered it. It's all good. I was um, listening to one of your other podcasts and I was like, you kept going on tangents and I was like, okay, I'm glad they've like got experience with tangents because... <laughs> Oh, I love when people go on tangents. Yeah. It's so interesting. I love when people just ramble on. It's Take so over. Funny. You're just sitting um, there like, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, on that note, do you plan on releasing those other three songs at any point or do you reckon you're just going to have them in the, yeah. in the books? I don't know. So... Because I've started working on some new tracks, it's kind of hard for me to like go back and get that same drive with the old ones because I'm so like into these now and I'm just like, okay, I want to do this and I want to do that with this. But also every time I do listen to the old tracks, I'm like, oh, I could go 
and I I kind of like get really passionate about them again so I don't know <laughs> I really don't know I think I might might end up revisiting them somewhere down the line um and maybe like building on them because I know with like two of them there are bits where I'm a little bit like there's some changes that I would want to make so I might like work on them and add to the production and that kind of thing um and yeah maybe like revisit them one day like chuck them in an album or something like that I don't know but for right now I think they're just gonna stay where they are (laughs) how long do you think until we start to hear some some of the new music um well right now I've got something in the works for do you want to dance so I don't want to release anything yet just because I want to like give Juna Dance its room to do its thing first but I think as soon as I finish up that whole project um yeah like I'm looking to get new music out as soon as I can um and while I'm working on this other thing I have also been working on the new music so that as soon as I get the chance to release new music, I've got that ready. Um, so, yeah, I can't really specify any dates because I don't I don't trust myself and I just don't know when I'm going to decide on anything ever. But soon. <laughs> I'd say soon. Do you plan on, like, going back to Melbourne and using the same producer to do your newer tracks? So with, honestly, like, I really badly want to because I trust him and, like, he was just, he's so talented. He's such a talented guy. Um, But I've also, so because I've been, you know, like, getting new contacts and chatting with some more people, it's definitely, like, opened some doors and um, I've been advised to, you know, like, branch out and try new things, which is, like not as comfy but I know that it's probably like better for me to you know like knock on every door and try different stuff here and there so I I mean definitely in the future but for right now I'm just trying to like you know experiment a little bit with different people and that kind of thing yeah Um, and like with musical influences because you were talking about like kind of how you love the eerie sort of sounds to do you want to dance? Do you have any influences that you kind of drew upon that from? Or is it just sort of like, where did that whole? Yeah, that's honestly, that's a really good question. And I think like, okay, get ready for a tangent because <laughs> see, it's like, it's a really weird thing until I started sharing my music with Stuart because he was the first person to, he was literally the first person I ever like sang in front of um, in English. <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until he heard my music that I realised like there's kind of this like vibe with it. I didn't really realise that because I was just making it in my bedroom and just doing what sounded cool to me. Um 
and and then he was like you know like you really remind me of like like the first person he said was Banks who I went home and I like listened to her and I literally I came in the next day to the studio and I was just like this girl is insane like her vision is like exactly what I've had in my mind and I just can't believe there's like someone else out there that's got this like exact same picture and then with time there'd be more artists like mentioned and and then I'd go and see them and I'd just be like what like I relate to that and I think before I shared my music I think the actual style and genre for me was something that I pieced together from a bunch of different influences in my life. But I don't think there was ever like one artist that I listened to where I was like, that's the vibe I'm going for. Because I just never really, I don't know, I just never came across one with that vibe. I was just like doing my own thing, I guess. And I kind of like put it together and then I realized like this like this is a thing and it was so cool being able to like because now when I'm making my music I can actually like listen to them and actually get references and and use them for inspo but when I started out I was kind of just like building this idea I had in my head and the whole the whole eeriness thing I've never even spoken about this this is so embarrassing but like so I think where that came from is, <laughs> so in like high school and throughout life, I find I'm like, okay, I'm five feet tall. And I think Shen will know this, like when we, we caught up and ran into each other in civic, I'm literally like, like a child. And I think especially <laughs> in school and that kind of thing, I found that like it's really often that people just like assume you're dumb or like assume you're just like incapable or subconsciously like belittle you or, or just like a little bit patronizing and it's something I've like tried to get away from but never could throughout my life where it's just like oh Tarini's just a little just Tarini's just that and I I think <laughs> it's so weird like when I would work on my music I'd just be like yeah well Tarini can make really fucking intense music so <laughs> and I was like you know what <laughs> I want to make like really intense like dark music to just like showcase honestly like the complete flip side to me but people don't really get to see which not that I'm like a really dark person or anything but I think because people only really ever got to see like this like bubbly like lollipop person I was just like I guess there was all this like pent-up emotion and just like deep shit that I wasn't putting out there and I was yeah I kind of just like got really inspired and I was like I just want to make intense music and I also think that being said, I really like that, like, what's the word where, like, things are opposite but they, like, work cool together? 
Um, there's a word for it, but I can't remember. Contrast. I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the contrast. I think it's like cool because it's it doesn't it's not really something you'd probably envision, but it just works. Like, mm. um, even like with kind of my voice, like it's not like you wouldn't you wouldn't really pair like something intense with some like high pitched little kid voice, but then it just kind of sounds sick, you know? Yeah. No, you've created um, it's created like a really unique sound, you know. Thanks. I yeah, the song's that. super, super cool and it's got such a yeah, like banks are such a good like example of like mm. what the sound of your music yeah. is really cool like haunting sound and i love that's like one of my favorite sounds and it's so just like oh uh, right um, yeah okay. so you, you did such a good job um your song's doing so well as well um since november uh, so it'd be yeah i'm keen to see you play a gig hopefully mm -hmm. keen to see you in melbourne sometime. melbourne gig surely yeah, <laughs> where it all started i mean i might just have to <laughs> yeah for sure um but yeah it was so great having you on beers and tears today um thank you for having me we are keen to hear your new stuff whenever it happens whenever, whenever it comes <laughs> yeah, <maybe>. take the time <laughs> i'm sure will <laughs> Yeah, we usually do like a bit of a beers and cheers to end our episodes. I have water. Yeah, Grab I have water, water as well. It's early in the morning. We yeah, it's too early water. for beers right My now. salad water. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink it. <laughs> but yeah, cheers, Tarini. Cheers.